Hey guys, I'm Sharvari and this is Criminal Vortex and I'm recording for the third freaking time because I can't do this by myself. That's right, I'm alone today and Sumana's not here because she's sick and I miss her already and I hope that you guys can give her all the love and I hope she gets well soon. So, Sumana, get well soon. Please come back because <laughs> I have, this is the third time I'm recording because the first time I made it halfway through and then something happened. And then the second time I did the whole thing and then I forgot to save it. So now I should, I need to remember to save it and I hope I get through this. So I'm just, there's no BS going into this. So one, uh, if you're listening on Apple, please, 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 please leave us a review. And wherever you're listening, if you're able to give us a nice follow, review, subscribe, all that you know the truth so what are we covering today we're going to be talking about isabella guzman what did she do you ask she thought that it would be a nice idea to go and kill her mother and that is what she did so why am i covering this today we were actually supposed to do isabella guzman and uh, peter manfredonia but, uh, I mean, I was supposed to do Isabella Guzman and Sumana was going to do Peter Manfredonia. But she ditched me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so she was she's sick right now, so she can't record. So I don't really know much about Peter Manfredonia, so I'm not doing him. I mean, I'm not covering the case of Peter Manfredonia. But, yeah, we were actually going to skip the week, but... I decided that I'll just go ahead and do a solo episode so as to not leave you with no content this week. So yeah, I hope that your Friday is going well and I hope that the next week would be much better for you. So let's get into today's case. Alright, welcome to a new season of Criminal Vortex called Murderous Muse. And the first episode of Murderous Muse is Isabella Guzman. Shit, I heard. Okay. Um, got too excited right there. Okay. So, who was Isabella Guzman? Now, during the murder, she was 18 years old, living in Colorado. And on the day of 23rd August 2013, her mother, Yunmi Hoi, came home at 9.30 p.m. and went straight to the shower, as one does, after a long, long day at her boutique. And she went in the shower, and her husband, Ryan Hoy, was sitting downstairs in the living room, and he hears a loud thump. So he runs upstairs to the bathroom and is met with a horrifying sight. The bathroom door is slightly ashar, and blood is oozing out from under it. He then catches a glimpse of Isabella, who then closes the door with her back and locks it. He panics. He is in a state of utter, utter panic, and he runs downstairs, picks up his phone, and calls immediately calls 911. The operator then tells him to go upstairs and check if the door is open and Isabella and the door is open Isabella then walks out of the door straight past him looking blankly ahead holding the knife that she stabbed her mother with 
the 911 operator then tells uh Ryan Hoy to perform CPR on his wife but Ryan Hoy immediately knows that she's dead because she's staring blankly ahead now he then tells the 911 operator that his daughter walked out of the room out of the bathroom wearing a pink sports bra and a turquoise and turquoise shorts when the officers were called to the crime scene they saw Yunmi Hoy the mother of uh, Isabella Guzman lying in a pool of her own bl- own blood naked beside a baseball bat and an autopsy later found that she was stabbed 31 times to the face and 48 times to the neck which is like over freaking kill i mean clench your fist and do a stabbing motion ow i hit my headphones do a stabbing motion 79 times imagine like one the amount of time and you're doing it in air but she was plunging that into flesh isabella was plunging that into flesh and um, the amount of strength that needs one the amount of strength that needs and two the amount of time that takes so i feel that's enough time for you to realize what you're doing realize maybe not understand the consequences but at least realize what you're doing and know that it's wrong and to stop but no she went on ahead now the uh, what do you say the timeline of the day goes as follows first firstly there was a 911 call made by Yunmi Hoy against her daughter because she was so threatened by her there was actually an email sent by uh, Isabella Guzman to her mother in which she talks about how her mother's going to pay for something i don't know um so after that Robert Guzman Isabella's biological father comes comes to her place and talks to her and kind of counsels her she's uh, i mean he says that i went to talk to isabella and we sat down in the backyard looking at trees and the animals and i started to talk to her about the respect that people should have for their parents and i was trying to let her know that she should be obedient to her parents and not rebellious that she should try to listen more and everything was going to be just fine in the conversation i thought i had made progress but obviously it didn't do anything because hours later this thing happened he was utterly utterly heartbroken and uh, the stepfather ryan hoy says that guzman and her mother often fought but the teenager had become more threatening and disrespectful to her her mother recently her mother had grown so fearful that she called aurora police who on wednesday afternoon warned guzman that her mother could kick her out of their home if she did not shape up but hours later officers returned to the home and found yunmi hoy dead in an upstairs bathroom now after the committed murder the next day officers detained isabella after someone called 911 about 11:30 am to report a body inside a car in the parking garage on south parker road arriving officers found the car but no one was inside they did find items in the car however that led them to believe these items were related to the earlier homicide police called in undercover officers which is like <laughs> this is where it gets kind of interesting and fun uh police called in undercover officers to help search the garage 
and additional items were found that were believed to be involved in the homicide as well. A police canine team also joined the search. At one point, Guzman was seen by officers walking outside of the garage. She was then detained and taken to the headquarters. Glenn Petty, who works in a nearby office building, said his secretary drew, drew his attention to a handler with a dog searching the parking lot outside. Petty said he saw a man dressed like a motorcycle gang member who turned out to be an undercover officer walking into a parking garage as a young woman walked out. Petty said the man and the woman uh, spoke briefly to each other and she walked away into a parking lot. The first undercover officer followed the woman and was soon joined by two other plainclothes officers as they, sur as they surrounded the young woman who was carrying a plastic shopping bag. Suddenly, all three police officers pulled guns and the woman sat next to a bush on a raised parking lot median. This was all quoted by Petty. Uh, Isabella was then due to be formally charged by the Arapaho County Court on Thursday morning, which is the day after the, like two days after she was, um, what do you say? She killed her mother, but the judge was forced to push back the court date until later because later in the afternoon because Guzman refused to come out of her cell. Homicide detectives offered no clues about her motive, but Ryan Hoyce said the teenager had been a challenge as of late. His wife had sent her to live with him when she was about seven years old because her behavior had become so difficult and maybe the reason her behavior became so difficult was because of the uh, divorce but that obviously cannot um that's not the reason you kill somebody right and there's so many people out there whose parents have divorced and they're doing the thriving I don't think that's going to drive you to kill somebody, especially your mother. But Guzman's aunt, Melania Guzman, said she saw a typical teenager when she visited the family a few months ago. Guzman could get angry, but violence seemed out of her character. Her mother spoiled her, she said. And it's like, don't blame the victim. Don't blame her mother. She's already dead. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Uh, she says she feels aspects of the police investigation remain undone and there's something more to it. She says that, not me. Her demeanor was pretty sweet and she's very coquette. I can see her yelling, screaming and storming off, locking herself in the room and turning on her iPod, but not being violent like that. This is all quoted by Guzman's aunt, Millennial Guzman. Now, Robert Guzman said police came to his home late Wednesday and told him his ex-wife had been killed. She had called him the night before the stabbing, saying she and her daughter had gotten into a bad fight. Okay, wait, I think I messed it up. It was August 28, 2013, not August 23rd, that uh, Yun Mihoi was murdered. So August 28 was a Wednesday, and the next day she was brought into court. That is a Thursday. So the same day, August 28th, Robert Guzman was told that his wife was killed. He was utterly, utterly heartbroken and said that she had called him the night before the stabbing, that is August 27th, Tuesday, saying that she and her daughter had gotten into a big, bad fight. Robert then said that his ex-wife owned Bella po Bella's portrait studio 
at the town center at Aurora and often worked long 12-hour days. His daughter sometimes worked at her mother's studio too. She was a really hard-working woman. He talks about his ex-wife. She tries really, really hard for her family, but Isabella didn't appreciate anything she did for her. Isabella Guzman also dropped out of Overland High School. Now, at the beginning of her hearing, news reporters said that Guzman was smiling and made faces at the courtroom camera. She was held without a bond and faced charges of first-degree murder and two counts of crime of violence. Guzman, who was supposed to turn Guzman, who was 18 at the time, was charged as an adult and was also eligible for the death penalty, which is like, I feel that's a bit much, a death penalty, because I don't know if he was, does she deserve to die for killing her mother? Is she a threat to society? Maybe, but I don't think she deserves to die. What do you think? Like, tweet at us. DM us, but I I really don't think that she deserved to die. Maybe a harsh sentence, yes, yes, but do you think she deserves life? What do you think? I mean, obviously, I'll tell you what she actually got, but what do you guys think? So, wearing an orange jumpsuit and shackles on her wrists and legs, Guzman listened intently as the judges start as the judge started reading the complaint against her. Towards the end of her hearing, Guzman's eyes began tearing up, and she looked into the camera, pointed her, pointed to her eyes as if to draw attention to that fact. She was also making faces at the camera. This is what people started then recreating. They would dress up in an orange jumpsuit, tie their hands together, sit on a chair, and then have themselves cry and make their eyes all watery and then point to their eyes and make a face and then uh the clip of isabella guzman doing the same would come and that was all on the forefront and the background music was uh what sweet but psycho by ava max i think and and the song goes like I'm pretty sure you've heard this song. And the song goes something like Oh she's sweet but psycho na 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 na. I actually liked the song for quite some time before Sumana told me that this song was used by Stanners of Isabella Guzman. Yeah, I didn't know about this case. Sumana told me about this. So in conclusion, what happened? in the court was that she entered a not guilty plea uh what do you say not guilty because of reason of insanity or whatever yeah she did that and the judge granted that and she now is in a mental institution i i'm not sure if they've mentioned anywhere where that is but she actually did an interview with another news report which i hope i find that um again because i saw that a long time back and she says that she's a changed person now and she deserves to be let out but i don't know i think she has a few more years to go i think she got like 10 years in a mental institute and so yeah i mean what do you guys think is this appropriate should she have gotten life or should she have gotten a few years in this institute and then a few more years in prison. 
what do you guys think or do you think that there is a way she could be rehabilitated later but like she's she committed this when she was 18 and i don't know i i never took biology so i don't really know but after what time does your brain stop developing the area where you understand like what's right and what's wrong and the area where you control your impulses when does that stop if there's anyone who knows about this let us know please thank you um so yeah i mean i'm not very sure if rehabilitation works for people who are elder than 18 but i don't know i maybe i'll research this and we'll talk about this next episode so yeah this was isabella guzman and the reason she uh, the reason we decided to cover her was because of the insane amount of people who decided that they wanted to stand a freaking murderer and this is not the first time that this has happened i've seen this so much there are so many people who literally fan girl over ted bundy and it is disgusting and it's so disrespectful for the victims i'm just i'm appalled at why people do this and utterly disgusted but yeah there's no way you're going to talk sense into these people so don't even try but yeah it's kind of fascinating how weirdly people's brain works but yeah that was isabella guzman and first episode of murderous muse season 2 so we hope you enjoyed season 1 and we hope you enjoyed this episode and we hope you keep listening and thank you so much for listening to this episode and making it all the way here so yeah please leave us a review follow us wherever and we have an instagram so you can follow us there too we have what else we have a twitter too i think it's criminal vortex pod or it's just criminal vortex but just type in criminal vortex you'll find it so yeah thank you so much and i hope that you guys send sumana all the love because she really needs that right now and i hope sumana if you're listening and i know that you are cuz you are a very supportive friend <laughs> i hope that you get well soon and yeah and we can get back to recording again yay um see you can you tell how awkward i am and how tired i am i'm doing this for the third freaking time my room is all dark but you guys do not need to know that and you're not interested as well i know uh hope you keep hope you are keeping safe and you're keeping well and bye